Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm your new host, Katherine Morehouse. There's been a late summer surge in gasoline prices, and Republicans are blaming President Joe Biden's clean energy policies for the bump. It's a familiar trend. Gas prices go up and the opposite party attacks the sitting president. The catch here, though, is that these GOP attacks have a narrative hole. The U.S. is pumping oil faster than ever. So today, Politico's Ben Lefebvre breaks down why prices are continuing to rise at the pump despite massive U.S. oil production and how this could factor in to the 2024 election. It's Thursday, August 24th. The attacks are coming now because it's presidential campaign season, basically, and you you can use whatever weapon you can find to attack your political opponent. But kind of more related to oil and gas, it's because gasoline prices until recently kind of surged higher, about 30 cents a gallon. So we saw, you know, over the summer, a range of things kind of lead to that. One is that, you know, it's summer driving season. People are driving to vacations more. They're taking air travel more. That usually kind of drives up prices. But the bigger issue was that Saudi Arabia, as part of OPEC, said it was going to extend its production cut of about, I think it's about a million barrels a day, through September. So that kind of snapped up the market. We also saw oil inventories kind of falling as the economy keeps growing and, you know, recession fears kind of wind down. Oil demand is picking up. So that's what kind of rose from that. But having said that, just looking at gasoline prices and oil prices, they both have kind of fallen from where they were perched for a while. So things looks like prices may start reverting back to the norm. So it sounds like Biden is getting hammered heading into this election year as he is trying to pitch Bidenomics to voters. But you're also reporting that U.S. oil production is already the highest in the world and is also on track to set a new record this year. So could you explain a bit why prices aren't down domestically and and kind of how the global markets play a role here? Yeah, I mean, the U.S. is now the world's largest oil producer. We've bounced back from that huge crash in the market and oil production that we saw during the pandemic as everything kind of shut down. And we're now back to where we were and more before the pandemic. The U.S. government data, their energy agency, the EIA, is saying that next year, average oil production in the U.S. will be 13.1 million barrels a day, which is the highest it would ever be. But as market traders like to say, oil is is a global market. So even though the U.S. is producing more than ever, we export a lot. We still import quite a big volume of oil. And that's because different refiners need different types of oil, not just the kind that's made in the U.S. And, you know, prices might be a little bit cheaper, like if you're a refinery in Minnesota, let's say, it might be cheaper to buy some oil from Canada, which is actually the biggest, you know, the U.S. imports most of its oil from Canada. Or if you're in the Gulf of Mexico and, you know, your refinery needs a specific blend, you might bring it in from someplace else. So all of this kind of ties us into the global market. And because of that, it's kind of like a butterfly's wings may cause a hurricane, you know, half a world away. It's that kind of effect. So the real estate market in China, Saudi Arabian economic development plans or like Russian war strategy all can impact oil markets. And until recently, that's what's been driving up prices, those factors. Got it. Looking forward here, how is the president responding to this latest surge in gas prices and these attacks from Republicans? And could this be a concern for the White House ahead of the election? 
Yeah, the White House is saying they're keeping an eye on prices. They're probably happy to see gasoline prices are down a couple cents in the past few days. But it could be like, you know, it's kind of a catch-22. The reasons that oil prices may be going down is partly because global manufacturing data is weakened and therefore there's less demand for oil. And, you know, another issue is that the U.S. economy seems to be still doing very well. And, and that kind of, again, raises inflation fears, even though inflation's down very much from where it had been in the past year, you know, there's still concerns that inflation stays above 2%. Is the Fed going to raise rates again? And then how does that going to affect people? Ahead of the elections, as, as we get into next year, it's still like anybody's guess is, you know, if the economy does well enough, is that going to make, you know, oil and gasoline prices kind of stick, you know, in the, in the higher range of consumers' pain points? Or is, you know, if the economy's not doing so hot and gasoline prices do come down, is that just you're switching one problem for the other? But the White House says they're looking at it and there's not much they can do about it. So we'll, I expect Republicans are looking at it as well and we'll try to make whatever political hay they can out of whichever way the market goes. Also, climate change is a major driver behind the wildfires that ripped across Quebec and blanketed toxic smoke over U.S. states like New York and Connecticut earlier this summer. That's according to a new study by climate scientists at the World Weather Attribution Initiative that came out on Tuesday. Their analysis suggests that if the planet continues to warm, the risk of even greater wildfires will only increase. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash meeting demand.